0: Welcome to the End Times Podcast. Hi, my name is Dr. Stephen Finney, and I will be your host today. Dr. Jeremiah, we're here on your set of A Tour of Prophecy. I want to back up a little to what you said about church and the importance of, because I get lots of emails and letters from... Young people who say, you know what, I really don't really like my church very much and doesn't really meet my needs, and so I don't really go to church, I can love God from home, I can do things online. What would you say to that?
1: The only problem with that is, that isn't the church. Yeah. The church is the body of Christ gathered. Uh, the word church actually is, is a word which means out from. The church are the people who called out from the world, and they come together. Look at the New Testament. They came together in huge groups. So the whole thing about church, Sheila, that it doesn't meet my needs, that's pretty tired. You know, The church is not here to meet our needs. The church is here to equip us so that we can be relevant in the world in which we live. In the process of doing that, we'll get our needs met. But um, I think that answer and that whole question is a part of the selfishness we're dealing with in our culture today.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, Christ final prayer for us, you know, that we would be one, that the world would know that we're His if we we're one. Some have said to me, well, obviously, the rapture is a long way off because the church is not united on this, on this earth. What do you say to that?
1: Well, the unity of the church is not a precondition for the rapture. The hope and heart of God is that the church will come together, that we will be one, even as He and the Father are one but no place in the Bible does it ever say, until the church is one, the rapture can't happen. The rapture's gonna happen when the Lord is ready for it to happen, and uh, ultimately in heaven we'll be one.
0: So how should we live in light of Christ's coming?
1: I love this story. I don't know who told me this story, but it's great. This one guy uh, had worked in a factory, and as soon as the the buzzer went off to get out of work, he was the first one out the door. (laughs) And he always had his lunch bucket and his coat and everything, and when the buzzer went off, he was out the door. And so they asked him one day, how is it that you're always the first one out? He said, "Uh, I'm ready. And they said, well, how are you more ready than anybody else? And he he was an old southerner, and he said, I stays ready to keep from getting ready. (laughs) So what he meant was, I don't have to get ready, I am ready. And I think what we should always do is we should watch We should work and we should wait. And when we do those three things, we won't be in left field when the Lord comes back. I know it's really hard to keep this on the horizon. I've read stories about pastors who every night before they'd go to bed, they'd kind of go to the window and say, Lord, maybe tonight, get up in the morning and say, Lord, maybe today. I don't know that I could ever do that. That seems kind of like unnatural to me. But what I can do is try to live my life and try to teach the people that I have the privilege of influencing to live our lives in such a way that if the Lord should come back tomorrow, we won't be embarrassed. You know, that we won't, that the Lord won't catch us doing something we shouldn't be doing. So I love that man's statement, I want to stay ready <laughs> so I can keep it. from getting ready. Yeah. That's great.
0: I know how much work and preparation you and your team pour in to anything you do. And as we prepare for this new eight week teaching series, um, what do you, what's your prayer? What do you hope happens in the minds and hearts of those who are able to, to, to watch this?
1: Well, first of all, I hope they can catch the passion that we have for it. You know, uh, I'm so blessed to be here uh, with a, a group of primarily young people. Their whole heart is this. If it's for God, it's gotta be the best we got. Love that. The excellence that we bring to this is not, we're not in a contest with anybody. We wanna bring to the table everything we have. I wanna do that every time I speak, every time I preach, every time I write a book. It won't always be the best but it would always be my goal for it to be the best. We believe that we have a God who is excellent and he deserves the best we have. So I pray that during this series, people will catch our passion for this. They will get excited about the truth that we present. That there will be many who will say, you know what? The Spirit is quickening my heart to believe this and I'm not ready if Jesus should come back today and they will get ready. People who don't know Jesus Christ will come to receive Jesus Christ, and people who are Christians who aren't living the way they should will be convicted to begin to live a a life that won't embarrass them if the Lord should catch them in the middle of it.
0: I imagine so many people who think, oh gosh, what I would give to sit down with Dr. Jeremiah. So just let's imagine we allowed that to happen. If, If somebody was sitting down with you right now in light of everything that we've discussed, what would you say to them?
1: Well, I'd ask some questions. I would ask them if the Lord Jesus Christ should come tonight, if the trumpet should sound and the Lord should come and catch up all of those who put their trust in Him, would you be in that group? In other words, are you ready to see Jesus Christ if He comes back? Because if you're not, this is a great time to do that, to get ready to receive Him as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says that Almighty God loved this world so much that He sent His own Son to this earth, who went to the cross and paid the penalty for our sin, the penalty we deserve. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Somebody had to die, and Almighty God sent His Son here. He was God living in a body, and as the Son of God, He went to the cross And because his life was infinite, his death is infinite, and his death was equal to the death of everyone who would ever be on this earth who would put their trust in him. And what that means is one day in my life, I I came to God in prayer and I said, God, I know if if Jesus were to come today, I wouldn't be ready. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my savior and accept what he did on the cross so that I can become a part of your forever family. I became a Christian that day, and everything in my life changed. And I've watched and witnessed that happening to thousands of people. I get letters from all over the world from people who say, I now believe in Jesus Christ, and I'm ready if Jesus comes today. So more than anything else, I'm praying that this series will open the eyes of people to the reality of who Jesus is, that he has a wonderful plan for our lives that includes eternity with the Father, I've been so impressed recently of the many verses in the Bible where, where Jesus says that he wants us to be with him. Over and over, and I never saw that before. Almighty God wants us to be with him. I read somebody said, if you, God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. You know. And I believe that with all my heart. God loves us, and God is for us. And he wants more than anything else, Sheila, for us to be with him forever. And he's laid out the plan so that we, nobody needs to be left out, no matter what we've done, or how far we may feel like we are away from God. Almighty God loves us so much that he's made the way for us so that we can go to heaven and spend eternity with him.
0: Thank you for joining us on the End Times Podcast.
1: Until next time,